Hello everyone and welcome to the Sanskara Patient Podcast. My name is Sal and I'm a patient volunteer at the Sanskara Platform. Now before I go onto the Sanskara Platform and what that is and more about this podcast, first a little bit about myself. So I'm 24 and I live in Devon and my day job is working for a number of local NHS organisations in different roles from administrator to governor to chemical, biological, radiological and nuclear response volunteer. From childhood I've grappled with anxiety and depression. The biggest challenge was finding a treatment that actually worked for me. I cycled through various antidepressants, each bringing along its own unwelcome side effects and accessing alternative support was a challenge in itself at times. So after years of relentless struggle, I finally found a lifeline, and that was cannabis. I have around 30 grams a month of sativa cannabis, which I find really helpful during the daytime hours. And then I have around uh, 30 grams of hybrid and indica cannabis, which I find really useful for evening times. But you're probably wondering why... Am I talking about illegal drugs like cannabis? I work for the NHS, why would I even share this at all? But what you might not be aware of is that since November the 1st, 2018, cannabis has been legally prescribed for medicinal use in the United Kingdom. And whilst NHS prescriptions remain a rarity, numerous private clinics now offer medical cannabis for an array of health conditions that's how I've been a patient since March 2023. The Sanskara platform is a patient advocacy and consultancy organisation. We are a team of medical cannabis patients who have real-world experience and a deep passion for the benefits of this medicine. Our approach is simple. We listen to patients, observe their experiences and embrace their passion for medical cannabis. With a patient-centred approach, we are committed to making a positive impact on the lives of those who need it most. The Sanskara Patient Podcast will explore a number of important topics such as becoming a patient, the police, your rights, travelling abroad and much more through the lens of a medical cannabis patient. So I'm just going to go through an overview of the current cannabis landscape in the UK and how we got here. The medical uses of cannabis have been recorded for thousands of years in the UK. Um, As an example, in 1653, um, cannabis's medicinal uses, including as an antiseptic, an anti-inflammatory and antispasmodic, were included in a version of the London College of um, Physicians Pharmacopoeia and it gained new attention in the 1840s um, and by the mid to late 1800s it was being more commonly used um, by medical practitioners with even Queen Victoria said to have used cannabis for menstrual cramps. Whether this is true or not I'm not sure um, but their doctor was a keen advocate for medical cannabis I hear. Um, But by the 1900s however cannabis laws globally were changing and in 1928 in accordance with the 1925 international opium convention the uk prohibited cannabis as a drug with the introduction of the misuse of drugs act in 1971 cannabis was listed as a class b drug 
1985, the misuse of drugs regulations came into force and categorised cannabis as a Schedule 1 drug. Drugs belonging to this schedule were defined as drugs with no accepted medical use and a high potential for abuse and therefore cannot be lawfully possessed or prescribed. Um, after decades of prohibition, the cases of Alfie Dingley and Billy Caldwell brought widespread attention of medical cannabis to the UK public. Alfie, 6 years old, and Billy, 12 years old at the time, both have severe forms of epilepsy, which resulted in frequent severe seizures. They both received treatment in the form of cannabis oil from doctors overseas, which resulted in improvement in their conditions, and there was public outcry that they could not receive these life-changing treatments in the UK, with one child becoming severely ill after their treatment was confiscated for breaking UK law. Following the high-profile cases of Alfie and Billy, cannabis was rescheduled as a Schedule 2 drug in 2018 in the UK. Schedule 2 drugs can be prescribed and therefore legally possessed and supplied by pharmacists and doctors. And interestingly, globally, based on a scientific assessment by the World Health Organization, in 2020, cannabis was rescheduled from the highest to lowest schedule internationally, which really recognised the medicinal and therapeutic potential of cannabis. At the moment, there are very few prescriptions for cannabis on the NHS. You cannot get cannabis-based medicine from a GP, who can only be prescribed by a specialist hospital doctor. And this doctor will discuss all the other treatments first before considering a cannabis-based product. Um, a prescription for medical cannabis in the NHS would only be given when it was believed to be in your best interests and when other treatments had not worked or were not suitable. And there are three conditions that can be treated with licensed medical cannabis on the NHS, uh, as well as unlicensed. And this is because clinical trials have been completed and there's nice guidance um, to say that we can provide of these conditions, which are children and adults with rare severe forms of epilepsy, adults with vomiting or nausea caused by chemotherapy, or people with muscle stiffness and spasms caused by multiple sclerosis or MS. Um, but prescriptions aren't just limited to the NHS. Um, I've mentioned I have a prescription um, for a private clinic, and any doctor who is on the General Medical Council Specialist Register can now legally prescribe cannabis-based products for medicinal use. Um, so, cannabis-based products can be considered as a potential treatment option for patients who have tried taking other medicines or treatments to alleviate their symptoms without success. And there's a wide range of conditions that can be treated. Actually, there's no limit in law on what conditions can be treated with medical cannabis. So there's patients who are prescribed for things such as pain, uh, psychiatric conditions, neurological conditions, cancer-related conditions, and gastrointestinal conditions. But there's a wide range of conditions. Um, at present, the most common types of privately prescribed cannabis are flower, which is consumed through a dry herb vaporizer. Vaping, but we'll go for those in more detail in another episode. Um, but these products differ from over-the-counter CBD and hemp oils that you 
might find from um, a shop on the high street, for example. Um, those products are classified as food supplements. They mustn't contain more than one milligram of THC and they're not tested and regulated as strictly as cannabis-based medicines. Um, but despite being legal in the UK since 2018, medical cannabis still faces a stigma that impedes its acceptance. A survey completed by one medical cannabis clinic showed that 84% of those surveyed are still completely unaware that cannabis flower is available on prescription in the UK. And 59% not aware that cannabis is available at all. And a recent review suggested that cannabis medicines are continually stigmatised based upon their association with recreational cannabis, which is still illegal in the UK. Um, another study highlighted that there is a high prevalence of perceived stigma towards patients treated with cannabis from society, government officials, medical professionals and the criminal justice system. And on a number of occasions I've had moments where I've taken my medication only to face bewildered stares. Um, once a bus driver threatened to throw me off because I used my medication before getting on the bus. Um, another time I experienced verbal abuse and was accused of being a drug dealer and it's almost kind of like there's this triple stigma. Um, you don't look disabled so why do you need such a strong medication like cannabis? And cannabis flower that's not even legal in the UK and you've not got it on the NHS sounds dodgy to me. That's um, a lot of the kind of thinking I found in my experience. You know, I've been arrested, I've had my medication confiscated. Um, I've been referred to drug and alcohol services when trying to access mental health support, but I'm going to go over those topics and a lot more in future podcasts. So thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed that, please check out our other podcasts um, and follow the Sunscara platform for future episodes. Together, we can challenge outdated stereotypes and beliefs and help the nation understand and listen to the voices of our vulnerable patients who significantly benefit from medical cannabis.